For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Goodbye, University. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Magical Ming and Janice show. Hello. <laughs> right. Yeah, so this topic this month is on spiritual independence which was actually, um, Spirit actually brought the subject to us. And it was interesting because when the subject first came up, I was like, wow, I didn't even know what I was, what I would share about that. But over the last month, all kinds of things have come forward. And I love how that happens when, when we set the intention of, you know, wanting to share something, the universe brings us what we need. So I was going to start out with what Abraham says about independence. And when I Googled it, you know, Esther, she just cracks me up. So um, I, I wanted to share this because it was, it was actually actually very amazing. So someone was in the, the hot seat and they were sharing about how they remembered when they were young or when they were born that she had no fear and she ha- had an incredible independence power in them as a child. But she said now as an adult, it's completely gone. So Esther says that it was because there were no shields. And she said, how nice for you to remember that. And how nice that you knew you were supposed to be here. So she said, if you say I overcame, but I made it anyways, she says, leave that part out because go back to what you remember so that there is no resistance. And so she says, when you're in the zone and when you aren't, you know the difference. Envision yourself with what you're doing, not with the other thinker and chooser in a relationship. You think that, you know, you think they need to want what you want, but your power of influence is on you. What others want has nothing to do with you. It's not relevant, but don't include it in your vibration. So then you're just making stuff up. What they think is not relevant. But then when you include it in your thinking, then you're not in alignment. And then when you're not thinking accurately, you're not even thinking what they're thinking accurately. So you don't do this. You don't need to go to them and say, what do you want? And then think it's irrelevant. They won't understand it, but you don't you don't either, and then don't let them influence you. So she said, she was saying, it's me and my source. It's not me and my lover. It's not me and my boss. It's not me and my kids. You're never going to get them all into alignment. It is just you and source. They can't get you. It's not their job to get you. Alignment always trumps everything. That is what you felt you came in when you were coming in independently. Even though you couldn't even move around, you felt independent. So say to everyone, I love you so much, but I don't care about what you think about me. You knew that life would nurture you, and you knew that deep down. So, again, say, I love you so much, but don't care what you think about me. What you think about me is getting in my way. So even if you cut line, you stay in the why you did, that doesn't cut anything because you keep thinking about it, and then you stay in that explanation. So you need to sever the need. So you aren't going to be lonely. Let the law of attraction bring your people to you. Everyone has their own guidance. You weren't assigned to them in class. Maintain your vibration. Don't worry about what others think about you. It's not your business. It has nothing to do with you anyways. It's their point of view. So if you care too much, then they will lure you away from your own guidance. 
system. So she gets, and she ends up saying, it's just so freeing. I love you so much, but leave me alone. I am going to find my own happiness and will rendezvous, but nothing you need to do. Source does not hold you hostage for their happiness. So I like that, um, what Abraham shared. So independence. So what does independence call us to observe? As in most transformational life situations, it guides us to look deeper for our true power. So can you believe that everything is possible, that the possibility lies within you? You choose, you allow, you believe it to be true, and you align. Source within you is a vibration and a frequency that is aligned with our heart chakra. It's our center, and it brings us to that vibration so that we can co-resonate. We become what we intend, just like when I wanted a VW Jetta, right? I set the intention, and then what do I see everywhere I drive? A VW Jetta everywhere. Uh, so when we set that in motion, we might pause and we might wander away, we might come back, but our soul knows it's what is needed for our growth, and our soul will manifest all of our opportunities to bring us growth. So to liberate your soul means, one, to be free of fear. And some of you may have saw my last blog post on diving. I was thinking about my biggest fear was to die of drowning. In fact, I did die of drowning in past life, several of them actually. And I remember I wanted to face that fear. And so a friend of mine said, well, why don't we become certified divers? And I kind of thought that was a little insane, but um, I did do it. And it was challenging, but I pushed through my fear. And then I actually used, you know, dove all over all over the planet, actually, had a great time. <laughs> and so it was just, I think when we go through our fear, that because it's freeing, so right? It's a freedom, it's peace. And then this peace also even brings us into love. Another thing um, is there's this thing called reclaiming or recreating patterning. And it was... I read this in a book that we're going to actually go over in GBU. But they're talking about, if they gave the example, if you divorce, you have a chance of reclaiming, remarrying, or going on a date with your ex to see how it feels, which creates patterning. Then that, you call it back into being, and you know where it gets you, even if it's painful. So I kind of, I kind of almost did this, right? So I got married, got a divorce. I ran into my ex on a plane. We, he, he thought it was kismet, so we went on a date. But then it was kind of like, no, 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 no. We don't want to do this. And um, we don't want to do this. And then again, just this week, I wanted a picture of myself diving, and I wanted, I knew my ex had it. So I texted him and said, hey, you have a picture of us diving or me diving? And he says, yeah, I'll get it to you, you know, after the weekend. So he didn't get back to me, and I was like, okay, fine, whatever. It's okay. I'm not going to talk, reach out to him again. But then he, he did come back, and he sent me, one picture, he sent me like 30 pictures and he was going down this whole memory lane thing. And I was like, hmm, kind of started to feel a tiny, tiny bit uncomfortable. So I was like, no, I do not want to go back into this patterning. So it's interesting that this, the book also talks about setting an intention to not reclaim the patterning and then you will manifest a real change. So you don't want that here I go again energy, right? So independence is reclaiming your thinking from the lower self, the one that has the worry and the one that has the fear. If you set an intention to choose thoughts that bring benefit and anchor you in a new way of thinking, then you bring energy to a conscious intention and align to it. Old thoughts that come up, 
come short to the surface, and then we can have that transform and recreate themselves differently because consciousness is no longer supporting that. So I love the word transformation. So it's not fixing because if we're fixing something, it implies that there's something to be fixed. Rather, it's a transformation, right? So we're going higher. We're lifting our vibration to a higher place. And it also reminds me of an acclimation, right? So like when we're hiking or if we're in a different elevation, we're we're acclimating to a new frequency. So once intention is stated, then we repeat and honor and believe it, and then it comes into fruition. Another way to envision this is to see the miracles around you, to see what is truly amazing and wonderful around you, right? It's a belief that what can be possible, something that's so wonderful that all we have to do is express it in the face of it, because you can't witness witness a miracle and not engage it. So what that does is it changes our beliefs to embrace our wonder. And then once we do that, it creates rooms for possibilities that things can change. This week, I was looking at Lucy, my corgi, and I was filling something out online for her, and I realized that she was going to be 13 this year. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And all of a sudden, I started, started, I didn't do it, I started doing the little dog math, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do that because I don't want to think about really how old she actually is because when everybody, anyone asks me how old she is, I don't know why people ask me, but when she's working at Rhonda's store, oh, how old's your dog? And then I always say, oh, she's channeling six. But but I didn't even, or I'll say, if they ask me again, I'll say, well, she's 11, but she's not 11. She's actually 12. But when you when I look at her, she's truly a miracle because since we moved here, she literally, I believe, has gone back in time and, and aged because she will run down our hill um, in the back, mm-hmm. like she's three years old. I mean, seriously, she will run. And then mm-hmm. and then when I started thinking about her age, then it was kind of like, oh. And I'd look at her, and she's kind of breathing heavily, you know, and then I'm looking at her going, are you okay? So, you, and then I remind myself, she's fine, you know. She's doing great. I mean, she's just, you know, I was telling my friend, and my friend's like, oh, yeah, she'll probably live to, like, 19. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So, again, that's just, like, just seeing what is, just amazingly wonderful and beautiful around us. The other thing I've been playing with, with this transformation and with our frequency and, you know, becoming spiritually independent is to know that you are in your knowing. Because when you are in your truth, you are in your knowing. And that knowing anchors you, right? And it anchors you into the present time. So it doesn't matter what, you know, what you mm-hmm. feel it. You know the vibration of it, and when you are in your knowing, you're not afraid. You know the truth, and there's no fear in this truth, and you feel that in your heart. So when you acknowledge your power as a co-creator of your life, then you're not a victim. And when you're in this choice, you're in your power, and you are not frightened. And then contrast, when it comes, if it comes, when it comes, right, it becomes a gift of change. So when we understand that our choice is in alignment with the higher frequency, you are in your knowing, so choices you make are different then we don't act on fear. And then when it feels a little different, then you recognize the things that you're doing that don't serve you. And then you align a new way of doing it so that you shift out of an old way and into a new way, which increases your frequency and your vibration. So just a little thing, and then I'm going to hand it over to Janice, is regarding contrast, is recognize that the situation has the potential to transform your life in a positive way. That will release any fear or anxiety. Two, make the decision to remain in your power through the situation of transformation, setting an intention. You are bringing frequency into multiple areas that are inhabiting your situation or your contrast. So 
when we pay our bills, we come from a different state of consciousness so that we address them from a place of action or a place of wisdom or a place of knowing. So that is what I have on spiritual independence. But I know Janice told me that she said spirit came in and wanted to share something with us about that as well. Hello, everyone. So this morning, as I was meditating, um, and though I've chatted with Spirit about independence before, but this morning they wanted to just pop in and say clearly what they thought. So they think independence is um, free of fear. So I see we're on the same choices, same choice today, um, being about what Spirit has shared with you, because they were saying independence is free of fear. Independence is choice, and it also is emotional control. Um, I know they feel that either life defines us or we define our life, and that goes back to what you were saying as choice. Um, They think you can be the most independent being even as you do have commitments, meaning a partner or a kid's or a job. They feel independence is choice and clarity. But mostly this morning they were talking about emotional control. As you were saying, ego is when you when uh, when you care about others think. What they wanted to talk about this morning with emotional control is um it's that sense of uh, sense of peace, that sense of self, uh, the self, sense of self-responsibility. Um, they feel that it's that sense of self-responsibility that uh, brings you movement and opportunities. And they feel dependence is when you're dependent on the world. And independence is, as you were saying, oneness with source, um, oneness with self. And and they feel dependence is limiting and independence is unlimiting and it's yeah. magic. So, so independence is the gift that you give to yourself as yourself with everything with with all the choices that you make on earth so it is the foundational lining before choice if that makes sense mhm they feel dependence is concrete and independence is fluid mm. if that makes sense so i could tell this morning they were thinking that one of the things that um leads to independence is emotional control. Forever I've heard spirits say to know the self is to own the self. So everything begins with the self as you sit and chat with the self and um, feel the self and define the self and express the self. So this is that topic that builds off of last week's topic of it's all about the self with no guilt because it's the gift you give to yourself that no one else can give you. It is true spiritual independence. And as Spirit was chatting this morning, they really felt 
spiritual independence is the next layer above that is emotional independence. And with emotional independence, you are free of fear, but you still do have to be a conscious co-creator. So you right. do have to talk to yourself and just and decide what what choice matches. Um, years ago, I remember someone making a comment about all these commercials on TV that were trying to define us to make these choices. And I remember saying to them, oh, my gosh, I love them. I love all the commercials because, to me, they were opportunities of choice. I could watch one and say, oh, I like that. Oh, that would be fun to have. Or And then I could watch another commercial, and it would probably address something that I've been wanting or needing, whether it be from laundry or whatever. And I would say, oh, I love that choice. So where other people thought many of the commercials were pushing an agenda, mm. when you switch the way you look at it, it was just offering me fabulous choices. So I realized that already my psyche is all about unlimiting my choices. And commercials or things that I saw as I drive down the road were just spirit bringing into my eyesight choices that I could choose from that um, met all my needs. Mm. Any questions? Does that make sense? Yes. I like that about the choices. And I like that about the dependence versus independence. If I had a magic pill that people would could feel all that we are saying today, that it is a gift to yourself. That, um, But the thing that struck home the most when I was chatting with Spirit was um, emotional control. So we do have to develop emotional control so that we are not, um, I'm guessing, led astray by the ego, caring what others think. All these, all the aspects of independence are gifts to the self through conscious Mm -hmm. choice, conscious assessment, conscious co-creation, and the gift to yourself it's free of fear. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, that was, that's what Abraham was saying, not to worry about what others think about you, that it doesn't have anything to do with you anyway. Right? True. I wish I had a magic pill to share for that, too. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> but I've heard many times, Spirit, always say to know the self is to own the self. And all you do is give yourself the gift of yourself. Though yourself chooses a job or yourself chooses a partner and yourself chooses to have children. All these things that you feel have defined you, you have chosen. Right. Right. So actually, independence is still commitment. They're just commitment to your choices. Commitment to oneself, right? That's self-love, yes. 
exactly what we were sharing about last month. It does. It all builds on it. Self-love has so many arms and legs, almost like a spider. The body, self-love, and all the legs are different (laughs) expressions of the self. So does anyone have anything they would like to ask about independence and clarity? Hi, this is Brent. I really like your um, idea of how I've always, or recently anyway, I've been seeing commercials and not really been into them, you know, like, oh, they're just throwing that stuff up there. But having them as being choices or options or opportunities, I guess, for choice, that sounds really like a lovely way of reframing it. And uh, it feels like that allows more openness for, um, it's like not caring what other people think about you or say about you and so like the commercials are trying to you know like you said being sort of an agenda so i'm thinking like maybe it would be better to just enjoy them as they are like how you know sometimes our reframe is like oh aren't they cool actors i got this cool gig you know and then you know and then they have the graphic designers who make all the pretty pictures and, and the lettering and all that kind of stuff so kind of trying to think of it as a creative outlet for people rather than whatever they're trying to sell Many, many times I have seen um, advertisements or, and I have, and it has been the perfect advertisement for what I was looking for. So I grab my phone and snap a picture and then I go look for it um, affordably online. Because it does, it does, it, and, and it's met all my needs even. It's, so the other day I see that advertisement for Publishers Clearinghouse and that, they're they're having a um a a promotion to, that at the end of August I think that's for like maybe eighteen million dollars or something and I and I know that became in front of my eyes as a fun option to um just jump in and have fun filling it out you know if I if I win I win if I don't I don't but you don't win if you don't enter. So I make it fun. Yeah, that's great. Someone has to win. Someone has to win. Be me or (laughs) mine will be you. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it was like a story where. Sorry. Had that not come before our eyes, um, it it wouldn't be an option. So really, I, just like Min was saying, if you pay attention, almost everything that flows in front of your eyes probably has been guaranteed. It will flow in front of your eyes. Things that your heart has told mm-hmm. the self or the universe that would be an authentic expression for you. Right. Right. I, I mean, the power of intention is is just a Still blows my mind. You know, I was talking to a client yesterday, and just we were talking about intentions, and he was telling me just 
setting intentions alone has completely changed his life. He sees everything differently. Things are coming to him differently. People talk to him differently. And it, it, I, I just realized right now that, yes, I'm teaching him spiritual independence. He, he's learning to not rely on what other people think about him or, you know, worrying about having a relationship or not having a relationship, whether people enjoy his restaurant or not. Um, so, yeah, it's just, wow, I just got an aha myself. But you're and right, owning Janice. The mom- yeah. Owning the moment to choose, like if a commercial comes on and it's for something that I'm not that fond of, I just think, oh, well, somebody else will like that. But um, many will show up, whether it be a hair product, whether it be whatever, um, something that I might put in my RV like a little flamingo pillow or something, <laughs> but I guarantee it's going to flow. The second I sort of have put out there that I want it, that opportunity will, after I chose it, that opportunity will be in front of my face, whether it be a commercial, whether it be the Internet. All you really have to do is choose and have fun choosing and when you and let go of ego where you don't care what others think, um, that it's so pregnant with potential, and it's so much fun. Right. Freeing. Freedom. It is. And I guess you choose to have freedom. It is a choice to let life define you or to define life. But once you make the choice, it it is very freeing and very fun. When I was chatting with Spirit this morning, they were talking about how if we partner with them, that they will bring us really almost anything that we ask for. And and I remember the day that I was um, looking for an air mattress, and I went to a store, and the first that Spirit guided me to, and the first price on it had been 167 and then it was like 137 and then... It was 37, and then when I got to the register, it was 11 <laughs> for this fabulous, never-opened-out-of-the-box air mattress. And I, and I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, that's so magical and effortless. But if you want to break it down to the core element, it is self-choosing and self-clarity. And right. when, once real, you do master that, there there is no fear of anything. It really is just choosing to look for the magic in everything, isn't it? Like you said. Yep, that's another choice. So I see I the that. challenges to remind the self to choose. Mm. Right. To switch from life-defining us and choosing to switch from looking at the commercial to all these choices they're trying to push on us to actually look at those as, oh, look at these fabulous choices that had they not come on the commercial, I probably wouldn't even have known they existed, but because they came into my site and and it is something that I like or could use, then I just put out to the universe that it be guided, that I be guided to it affordably. 
<laughs> or gifted yes. to me. Many times something that I want is just gifted. But then mm-hmm. there's many times that what I want is a bit pricier, and I go for it then too because it's so freeing. Mm. I love that. Yes, we get to choose, we allow, we believe it to be true, and then we align to it. Everything but is that's possible. a daily habit. Right. At first, it's daily, con- daily conscious, co-creation, conscious intention, until it becomes so effortless that you couldn't be another way. Janice, do you do that out loud? Too. Like out, out loud or just to yourself in your mind? Or does it matter? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I realize it doesn't matter. Though I've heard people say you should say it out loud, but it doesn't matter. In fact, this week, and I sent Ming a picture um, of, last month I made a money pen and I used money ink. and and, And this week I made money cards. And my first money card is, $20,000 $20,000 tax-free. Set off. <laughs> and, and as soon as I, usually as soon as I declare it and I'm clear, because you do have to be clear, that um, it magically rolls in and I don't really care where it comes from. Right on. That's what I always say and about that money, too. Is <laughs> that is independence. That is independence. Mm. If you I shoot to the universe or source and and clear with the self what you need to be independent on earth, I guarantee you it's going to come before your eyes and all you have to do is grab it. Mm. Love it. That feels a lot like non-attachment, like independence and non-attachment are closely related from what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. That is true. I do believe that's what Spirit was actually talking about this morning when they were talking about emotional control. So I realize there is that emotions that is very needy, the, the dependent, there's dependent emotions and there's independent emotions and independent emotions are higher in vibration and they're not attached to um, need you know they don't they're not attached to agenda and like I don't care where my money comes from mm-hmm. as long as I get it right effortlessly from the universe and and that works too because they like that mm-hmm so emotional well, maturity. That's we start is, running into trouble, isn't it, Janice, when we start thinking that we're trying to figure out where it comes from or, like, preferring one avenue over another, getting nervous about where it might come from? Sure. Last weekend I did a psychic fair, a little fun little witches psychic fair. And I, and I talked, I had 14 little sessions during that. But in it, I'll tell you over 10 of them were at one point humans were saying well how could that be well I can't make this happen and I can't make that happen and I was like do you really care how it happens like you just have you have to stay out of your own way that is 
in spiritually independent. Yep, True. I get it. You do stay out of your own way. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Cool way to think of it. So Guillaume and, in and chat room says, we use this independence to imagine that we have what we want already. True. And also be pregnant with potential in the moment that anything that comes in front of your eyes, you say, oh, I want that, or I want that. So, so, so in the moment, you can unlimit. True. True. You can tell the story that I have what I need already, but how are you going to know in the next moment what you might want? So, you know, often you declare it as it comes in front of your eyes, but sometimes you can declare it just from your soul in meditation and say, I allow financial independence. I allow health. But guaranteed in front of your eyes will come an avenue for independence and an avenue for health. Janice? An avenue that will solve all your problems, or if you have any, which I don't, but some people do, but I don't. Janice, when that avenue opens up and and then people start doubting or fearing or attaching or like making up something about how it might not work or it didn't work before or something like that. Do you have any tips for how we can steer clear of limiting our potential with thoughts like that? True, because that is that is the human phenomenon that just stops manifesting and keeps you stuck and in fear. You do mm-hmm. have to find a way that you tricks yourself to be your better self. Wherever I've heard Spirit say, we trick ourselves to be our better self. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people trick themselves through, they realize, oh, in meditation, I'm very good at unlimiting myself. Or some people may say, oh, in journaling, I'm unlimited. I'm good at unlimiting myself. And someone might say self-talk. Oh, I talk to myself. Well, I'm good at unlimiting myself. We have to find out the trick that works for us. What works for you, Janice? All of them. (laughs) (laughs) I do them all from morning to night. First thing Uh I do is to to say welcome to my day, do fabulous things for me today. But if you want to know what I want help with today, then I shoot it out. I will watch TV and hear um, or see, oh, that's lovely. I think I want that. And then – and. It's all these human things that we attract that meet our needs other than health, and um, those are just things. I mean, I I have a happy life, so all I do is add fun things to it because I have a happy, independent life. Mm -hmm, But for mm -hmm. those that are working on the core issues rather than stuff, uh, um, they're working on patience, they're working on health, they're working on peacefulness, they're working, all those are done on the inside. I mean, you um, you meditate, you journal, you talk to yourself. And once you master all your internal core things, then the rest of it's just icing on the cake. So mm-hmm. This car matches me, this shirt matches me, this house matches me. So, but it's always inside 
out. That is true. But I do remember Spirit saying we have to trick ourselves to be our better self. I've even seen mm-hmm. people, tri- Spirit, trick people into um, being where they need to be or bumping into who they need to bump into. Um, and you have to embrace and expect anything. Expect Spirit to do it in any way possible. Like you were saying, um, once you shot it out to the universe, you can't tell them how to do their job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you can tell them what you want, but you can't tell them how to do it. Case in point, furniture I got in the past, same thing. Told Spirit that I wanted it, but they they did it their own way. Mm-hmm. But That's a cool true thing that you were saying is you have to have more emotional control. Higher independent emotions are a higher vibrational emotion that is very unagenda-ish because truly you don't care how you get it or when you get it. You just know it matches you. Right. Dependent. Dependence is when you have agenda of how this is done and how that is done and how it comes to you. And so that is the difference between independence and dependence. That's right. really powerful. Thanks, Janice. Um, Janice, Karen has a question. Can you give us an example of tricking ourselves in that way? Um, Kabbalah, they wear a red ribbon on their wrist. It's just a visual reminder that if they get They'll, they'll just look at the ribbon when it when they get off track or they be, feel they're becoming too human. Um, some people will wear a pendant or a crystal and they have blessed it or assigned to it that it's just shown to play um, the game of earth better. Some people put a, um, and I would help my mom with this, we made all these little cards and they would, we would, pin them different places around her house. We'd put them in her wallet. We'd put them on her car visor. Um, and that worked well. So you, so I tend to always memorize my soul's agenda so I can throw it out in any type of memorized event or moment. And so, um, so that's how I trick myself. I memorize the story of me. I, I, I'll be in meditation, then I write it down, then I memorize it, so it's then always with me. So that's my, one of my ways of tricking myself to always be conscious with my agenda. Some people will wear a pretty crystal so, or around their neck, or um, there's, got, there's probably a lot of ways we could trick ourselves. Mm. And you I'm know, not going to value judge this, but years ago, years ago, people would carry around a Bible, and I'm not validating or invalidating it. I'm just going to say that that was a constant reminder of how they wanted to play the game of Earth. Mm, right. I know. Uh, I know that our souls, we've already chosen the path, our journey for ourselves, and so remembering that our soul has our agenda and our journey is already mapped out, right? And then we just align and we stay open 
to what the universe is going to bring us. And I love for, I love that, though I know many humans are going to say, well, that's easier said than done. What if I take a little a step to the left of the path or a step to the right? Mm-hmm. And yes, I, I'm sure destiny is a pull back on the path, but a conscious co-creator, it's just easier to stay on the path. Mm-hmm. So, so tricking ourselves somewhat keeps us on the path effortlessly and joyfully. Right. And one of the one of the steps off of the path is caring what others think. Mm. Ooh, that's one a good one. The, and one of the steps that keeps us on the path is a visual reminder for our agenda. So one of my ways I trick myself is in the morning I wake up and start talking to spirit. I shoot stuff out to them all day and then I at night before I go to sleep I bring in spirit and thank them. So that just keeps me on the path. Right. So Nancy's asking, how do we tell our soul's agenda versus our new perspective preferences? Good question. Our new perspective preferences, meaning like a car, meaning... Nancy, you're dialed in, right? Well, I'm going to say yeah. our soul. Oh, go ahead. Our soul's agenda um, realizes that came to earth with nothing and that leave with nothing and that we can play with whatever we want to while we're here. And that energy feels very freeing. So that way you don't put an attachment to stuff. So, um so usually when I pick stuff, it's not what I call my soul's agenda. It's just a fun thing I'd like to have while I'm playing the game of Earth. When it comes to my soul's agenda, it's usually way more purposeful. It helps to take my soul's vibration higher. And I know I might love to play with a new Lexus, but it's probably not going to take my soul's vibration higher. So soul's agenda usually takes your soul's vibration higher. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Well, so what I what I was asking, what I meant by new perspective prefer- preferences, is kind of what Abraham says that the minute we're experiencing uh, life, we we start to recognize more of what we do want, and and also sometimes we recognize what we don't want. But even in recognizing what we don't want, we recognize more of what we do want, and we develop sure. new new preferences. So Abraham has said, you know. You you come here into this body with you know uh, desire and, and and interest, but as just the process of living life, you can't help but develop new perspectives. And I know I'm speaking as someone who's over 50 years old, and I know that my my perspective of life now is much different than when I was you know, 15 or 20 or 25 or 30, I because I've lived life and I've had a chance to um, experience things and say, I love this or experience it and say, mm, not for me, you know. And so that's why I asked, how do we tell what is truly our soul's agenda versus, um, 
you know, like when you were 15 or 16. I remember having a chat with Spirit, and they did talk about the difference between a 50-year-old and a 40-year-old. It's emotional maturity and emotional control um, and the ability to assess the self and self-soothe and define the self that rarely a 15-year-old or a young, sometimes maybe a 23-year-old she said, can barely do. I remember talking with Spirit about some youth problems and some children's problems, and they called it youthfulness. And they said, rarely in youthfulness do you have the skills, emotional skills, maturity, or um, cognitive maturity even, probably, or any type of maturity. So does spirit think that in youthfulness, you're probably not mastering the game of earth as masterful. True. So I think they allow sort of an odd cushion buffer point when they feel from birth to, we'll say 25, that um, that you don't have rarely the skills needed to be a mature person mastering the game of her spiritually, really conscious control, um, um, hormones, everything, I think they say set it off. So they know inside your soul there is a knowingness that is then limited by the game of earth and, and youthfulness and immaturity. Um, so they think that we there's a cushion point that um, they don't consider us a real conscious co-creator in youthfulness. You know when you become a mature emotional um, co-creator because you can tell as you grow into it, like you have grown into it. Does that make sense? Um, yes, but I still find myself sometimes having, you know, being drawn to things and, and I have to stop myself and ask, okay, you know, is this really for me or is this something that I just appreciate? Because as time has gone on, I, I appreciate everything so much that sometimes I find myself getting, um, pulled into, um, organizations and nonprofits that are doing amazing work, but it's not necessarily my work. It's not me, necessarily it's what crystal and cool cars. <laughs> True. <laughs> I appreciate them, but do I have to own them all? <laughs> but also, what's nice is I remember conversations with Spirit, and they were like, "There's no such thing as wasting." So even if you spend a year working with a organization that later you decide doesn't match you. That time wasn't wasted. And even and it's just a cognitive choice if you say 30 organizations want me, and I probably would have fun at 30. I would like each 30, but it's impossible for me to do 30. So I will do the two or three that make my heart sing the most. So, but what I love about the universe is they don't care. You care. They don't care. If you said, I want to do 30, they say, all right. If you said, I want to do one, they say, all right. Or if you said, you want to do none, for now, they'd say, all right. 
So even that statement you were saying is a little bit overthinking. So you'd almost just have to say, it doesn't matter what I do. since I can do whatever I want. So if today I want to do one, I'll do one. If I feel like I want to do more, I'll do three. What's nice in independence and freedom is there is no should or shouldn't. So not only is there not a should or shouldn't, there really is no wasting of time or money or anything. And that's a hard dynamic to understand. It's like if in the past a woman decided she wanted to date bad boys and it was very effortful, <laughs> and then later on she decides to date good boys and maybe it's a little more effortless, she didn't waste her time. She was learning. So what's nice is what I love about Earth is there is no – the only shoulds or shouldn'ts are is that you should not define others or victimize others. But other than that, ta-da, there, so there is no answer to that because, only because there's no right or wrong, meaning you go within and think, do I want to do one, work with one group or 30? Because the, the other side just wants you happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. It brought it brought up another question for me actually. I um I knew someone years ago and I actually was good friends with him and his wife and then I lost touch with them and then um I don't know, maybe about ten years later I found out actually that he had committed um some pretty horrible crimes against children and he went to jail for it. And apparently he's recently gotten out of jail for it and he's tried contacting me. And the thing is, is that we had been friends and I do believe that everybody's here on their own life journey and that whatever journey he is on is it's one that he's on for himself and that there is no right or wrong. Right. But I really do not want this person in my life. <laughs> I've, I do not want when this person in my life. When you bless him on his journey, really exactly. just bless him that fabulous things happen in his life. Yes. And yes. you just honor that you feel that doesn't match your life. But also, there is no perfect person on earth. And so he'll surely, though he has made some mistakes, per se, that um, that he will be then pulled to the people that can help him most on the rest of his journey. And right. right. I did exactly that. Yeah. I, I I did not respond to him with his reaching out to me, but mm-hmm. I, I did um, multiple times uh, bless him and release him to his highest good and um, and envision for him that he does, in fact, connect with people who help him move into a better segment of his life. There you go. Perfect. There is no better way than that. Nice. Cool discussion. Yeah. But see, the the fact that you knew to do that created an independence with you that will, that itself is magic. So you you can assess to yourself that you have finally, truly assessed skills that then help you be 
independent and which is then free of fear, which is then magically unlimiting. Mm-hmm. So your right. soul's obligation is to do that for yourself because nobody else will. But the gift from, but then doing that for yourself is you give that gift to others by example. And if anybody asks you how you did it, you would share how you did it. But you can't do it for another person. You can only inspire them. Right. And and there are a lot of spiritual leaders who at one time were jailed, <laughs> you know, and and they they learned from it, and it was a good. It ended up being a good experience for them. It taught them something they needed to to learn or to get in their life's journey, and then in their path of becoming a spiritual teacher, they use what they what they learned and what benefited them. So. Um, you know, and normally I do really think that um, that there really is no right or wrong and that each person has to make that decision for themselves. Um, and that when somebody has the only right time, or wrong that I can really see is that you is if you define others or victimize others. And yes, in his case, he did victimize. So, but every day is a new day. He can... Change. Make new choices. Make new choices. And then his soul from that moment on is is as hopefully balanced as everybody else's. So you in if you go within you can think why do I not want to? Why does to know the self is to own the self? And there is no right or wrong. So you could query the self and say, Why do I do I not want to assist him on his journey? Uh, but and but somebody will be brought into a system on his journey, and there is no right or wrong. You probably mm-hmm. are just on a. You're just one woman, and you can't help everybody. So you're moving on to the <laughs> aspect of the journey that you are to help. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But everyone, every human, I swear, has made mistakes, and and it surprises me on this earth that humans aren't more conscious co-creators, that someone would throw acid in someone's face. But we, from what I've heard from spirit, 85% of the people on earth are still too human, meaning they are not independent. They are very dependent on life defining them. And mm-hmm. only 15% is actually independent where they find their own life and master the game of earth spiritually. So certainly there's a that's a lot of people that still need to be cradled through transitioning. So so certainly there's a lot of work for spiritualists, a lot of opportunities for for spiritualists to share the recipe. But if I had a magic pill, the one that I would pass out to everybody, and I tell spirit, if I had a magic pill, I would do this and that. I'd give it to everyone, and they say that's why they don't give me a magic pill because it's a journey they have to figure out on their own. But, um, and you can hold their hand, but they have to walk their walk. So that's why they think there's no magic pill. But um, the magic pill would be that we wake up on a self-level that we realize it's all about the self. Mm-hmm. 
that you know the self, you own the self, you define the self, you query the self, you partner with the universe to unlimit yourself. And right. in doing that, you are truly free. And with freedom, you have no fear. Right. Uh-huh. And, I love that we said the same thing. Person, even though every <laughs> person who comes to Earth and will have their own path, their own story of their soul that you were talking about. From the moment you're born, there is a story of that soul that is destined. Mm-hmm. Someone might be destined to be a garbage collector and they just love that. Or someone's mm-hmm. destined to be a great chef or a healer or a shoemaker, clothes maker, but, mm-hmm. or a teacher. But that's just the expression of independence. Independence is truly the state of the soul. Right. Awesome, which Janice. Is, which is why Spirit always has said to me, to know the self is to own the self, because the, the journey starts with defining the self, querying the self, completing the self, meditating, journaling, talking to the self, whatever trick you can find that helps you be a conscious co-creator. Right. Beautiful. Well, we're at the top of the hour, unless anybody else has any questions, comments. I just want to say thank you. Oh, go ahead. No, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you, yeah. I was wondering, just a quickie here, I guess. I don't know how quick it'll be, but um, what is the intersection, I guess, of financial independence and spiritual independence? I'll say they're one. I don't know if there is a separation, just like an angry person, it mirrors in their body. A joyful person, it mirrors in their body. So uh, always, truly, you align, you align things first at the self-source, internal, spiritual level, and then it manifests in, out into your world. So if, if you were to say that what is their difference, you do have to truly, truly go inside first to realign things. But to me, they're happening at the same time, and as I might be unlimiting myself on the inside, then I see my choices mirroring on the outside. So, but if you were to pick a the most important thing, I'll say the inside. Does that make sense? Yes. But really, it happens at the same time, I suspect. All right, thank you, yeah. But I'll say, anybody that has a problem on the outside, you always go and realign it on the inside. Mm-hmm. I love that. Working inside out. Yes. 
Okay. Well, thank you, everybody. This was a fun call, as always. Thank you, Janice, for joining me again. You're welcome. And we will see everybody next month on a new topic. Yeah. Okay. I have to tell you about, I've already seen the fun things that go with next month. That's good. That, that's going to be exciting, too. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I think so, too. All right. See you all in GBU. Thanks, Thanks Ming. Thanks, Janice. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.